Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. In a world where action movies are constantly exploding at the box office, our heroes take on the monumental task of dissecting and analyzing all aspects of action movies to truly understand what it takes to make a great action film. Ben Bateman, Andrew Guy, in a Popcorn Talk Network exclusive, this is Action Movie Anatomy. What's up, everybody? Ben Bateman here with Action Movie Anatomy. Welcome to the show. Uh, we talk movies on the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network devoted to talking movies and all things movie-related. I am joined today by my co-host, Andrew Guy. What's up, everybody? Happy to be back. And two quality guests. We have JTE. Thank you very much. I'm ready to talk some Rambo. And my uh, my new friend, Tom. Yes. How you guys doing? How are you, Tom? I'm a big uh, Rambo guy, Rocky guy, obviously, and the... The mug is back. Yeah, yeah the mug is, for the this mug is special. Excellent. Yeah, it's been gone for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So this is uh, this is a special one, guys. This movie is pretty iconic in the canon that we do. We we talk action movies here on the show, and they uh, they all have to fit in to four basic rules to qualify for the show. So these are action movies that start from 1981 on, and the four rules are: the hero always plays by their own rules. Mm-hmm. Rule number two: the hero and the villain are always the smartest guys in the room. Three: the movie is driven by a police, military, or political figure. And rule number four: the movie contains a minimum of one explosion. Is there an explosion in this movie? It actually starts on an explosion <laughs> before there's any dialogue yes. or screen time. It just explodes, and now we're watching Rambo. Well, once Stallone pops on the screen, that's an automatic explosion. Anyway. <laughs> it explodes, explodes, explodes onto the screen. His hair has exploded out. Too. Yeah. Degree, yeah, you know, and like in MacGruber when they like spoof, like it's like you hear that the Panther, like, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like that. That's like you watch this movie, you're like, wow, that's where they get ideas for stuff like this yeah. because it literally just starts on an explosion. Yeah, I wish like they had rock, that sound in there. There's yeah. a rock explosion, right? Basically, yeah. just a rock exploding. Yeah, he's in yeah. jail. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm so, to think. well, he's like doing like he's chiseling or something, right? <laughs> he's I a mean, sculptor, I believe. Yeah. Is what it he was is. sculpting rocks, and then he goes and sculpts himself. <laughs> exactly, it's the only place where he can find peace. That's right. Um, so, anyway, uh, this movie is pretty important to all of us, and we are mm. going to start today by watching the uh, original trailer from 1985. Now, trailers back then were not quite as evolved as the wonderful trailers that we have today, but it still is relevant, I think, yeah. to the film, and we can see some sweet clips of of John Rambo. Mm-hmm. I, Rambo. Love, I love John old Jay. trailers. John Jay. I love old trailers. Yeah. They're just. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, off, is this a porno? Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but it's awesome. I already know I don't want to mess with this guy because he has muscles and scars. He's really yeah. tan, also. <laughs> yeah. He's super tan. And he's always baby oiled up. You would think he's like putting a gun together. He's shy. He's tying his shoelaces, people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can make tying shoes look badass. Special forces. So this was a specific trailer voice that I feel like. Oh yeah, this was a mid '80s one. Yeah, this is the before the '90s where it blew up. That yes, those two guys. This yeah, guy did uh, uh, adult movies too in the '70s. Did he really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, absolutely. Oh wow, that's a good really? trivia. I'll send you guys a bunch of uh, old John Rambo. '70s trailers. John Rambo is back. He's back. Yeah. I love how everyone's just always sweating in Vietnam too. Of course, yeah, they yeah, do that in all those movies. It's, it's really humid. humid. It is. It's yeah. very warm there. You'll find someone. POWs? No. <laughs> he doesn't know Rambo. He doesn't know Rambo. He'll find anything. You've made a mistake. Oh, what's that, Rambo? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
You know what? This trailer is pretty sweet. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's definitely sweeter than some. No doubt. Oh, in '85, forget about it. Yeah, for, for '85, it's a traditional, <laughs> traditional yell. Yeah. We're going down. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's a moment, by the way, when we get to recast. What that moment in the movie is like super important to pay attention to because like a lot of the actors that you would think of, you would have a hard time believing them. They would just like sit down. They wouldn't like put up a fight. It's a very specific kind of actor who's loyal and military and smart, but willing to like be submissive. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, a little weak. Exactly. That's that's super important in that moment. That's why my recast is perfect. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> oh, you do have a good recast. Oh, I know. He calls home. <laughs> well, you call hell, he calls home. Yeah. That's not the greatest I mean, tagline. That's a great tagline. Come on. So Slow motion run. Nobody runs better than Stallone. No, no. I disagree. Oh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise I'll is take, the only one. I'll take Stallone over time. Yeah, but Stallone uh, has oh, Anthony Kiedis is a good runner too. <laughs> but Stallone, when Stallone runs, he knows how to like accentuate every single muscle in his body. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. First blood. It's a different type of run. Tom yeah. Cruise just looks like he's like running like sixty miles an hour wherever yes. he goes. Correct. Amazing. Listen, yeah. I would love to do this show, but I gotta go watch a movie. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that I'm does so, it for us this week. <laughs> all right, guys. Totally runs. So we've all seen the movie at, at least a couple times, and uh, what we're going to do this week is something we started doing last week, and I think this is a it's a great new addition to the show. We are all going to sort of express our thesis statement. This is an important idea that each one of us is going to have about this movie that we're going to spend the rest of the show kind of leading back to, and uh, it's just sort of a strong statement that we think represents our feeling on the movie. So I'm going to start over here with you, JTE. What is your strong, bold statement? Yeah, I'm going to say this movie is the birth of the one-man army trope. I don't oh. think any movie before this really captured the one-man army, which became every other B-action movie. Right. Uh, Commando right. came out later that year, yes. tried to be a one-man army. But this is the one that started in my book. If you could give me a movie that was a one-man army before this, I'd be very surprised. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, I got no debate. I mean, it's vigilante a... movies and other things like that, but nothing like this like whole one-man against the world well, type stuff. You yeah. bring up like Death Wish. Yeah, he's going out yeah. against some gangsters. This guy is literally taking on... The Vietnam War. The Vietnam yeah. Army. He's, yeah. he's winning Vietnam All for us. Vietnam. I think it's also like, really important when you make a statement like that, too, because I agree with you. Yeah. Is that, like, I'm sure that there was a movie made before this that we're unaware of that does it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't big like this. Right. Right. And the, the keyword, unaware. Exactly. exactly. Well, exactly. I, I think what's the important, makes everybody aware. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the whole theory of, like, you don't get famous for the idea. You get famous for succeeding with the idea. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like, if this is the one that succeeded, then this is, in tr- it is in fact the first yeah. one. Yeah. If I was saying, listen, I'm going to go Rambo style on this. Right. You know right. what I'm you talking know exactly. about. Going one man, I'm going to take over everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you got, Drew? Uh, so mine is that this movie has three of the worst villains of all time in it. Three of or the three? Three, three of. I, mean, okay. I don't know about the absolute worst three, <laughs> but I, I like hated all three of them. So but- Murdoch. Murdoch, I, I just wanted to see him die, and mm-hmm. he didn't. Which is another thing about Charles Napier is you just see him come on screen, and like I, I hadn't seen the movie in right. years. I don't, I didn't really remember it sure, that sure. well. Uh, and I'm like, I know he's going to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a bad guy, right? Uh, and he's hanging out with the guy from the Karate Kid. Yeah, so he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. the dojo master. Uh, yeah, and then the the Vietnamese guy doesn't even say one line in English, although he does kill the lady, which is like that one moment. And he has he has the most epic death. I think the best. of all of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the Russian guy, which is yeah. right. Stephen Burkoff of uh, Beverly Hills Cop fame. Yeah, yeah. the Russian guy. Uh, I definitely was imagining as I was watching. I was like, you should be played by the questionably gay guy from Commando that wears the chainmail and has the knife. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, like, I was the like, knife. yeah, Bennett. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, that right. guy. I don't think he's questionably. I think he's full blown. <laughs> the thing I loved about this was America's two biggest villains. You got the Vietnamese, basically yep. the time Vietnam War. Yeah, and he doubles it up, brings the Russians. I in. know. It's like in. let's bring on both the things right. that America hates and just take them on. Well, he yeah. went with the Russians because the Rocky Five was coming. Rocky Four was That's coming right. out yep. that year too. So he's like, let's double up here. Yeah, whole hog. <laughs> yeah, let's get it going. This is uh, originally supposed to be Dolph Lundgren. Too, I know. That's the crazy was, part. I think it would have been better. And they bought yeah. out his contract. I like Stephen Burkoff though. Maybe Maybe Dolph Lundgren as the the Russian muscle guy, yeah, more or less the guy who was tying Rocky or Rambo up to the uh, you know electrical socket. Sure, sure. Thinking yeah. a jig or whatever that was. I think when you say like Flipped Napier is evil, yeah. you see him. Yeah. You see Napier and you're you're evil. Yeah, Karate Kid guy is evil. Oh yeah, well they're hanging out yeah. together. Yeah. So you see them together, you're like, okay, I got right. it. figured yeah. it out. You see him, and he's like ultimately represents like just like you're, like, you're a douchebag, right? Man. Yeah, you yeah. should be like stealing my girlfriend on the beach, right? Yeah, now. his it's face, like, his <laughs> face, his face rests rests on like douchebag look. Yeah, like he's the guy. I'm like, honey, I'm gonna go get a snow cone. Yeah, and he's like that guy. Like, look, just he comes in. And it's like you know, yeah. it, those little the cartoons on the back of mm-hmm. comic books where there's the scrawny guy and the muscle guy. Yeah, he's the muscle guy. Quick yeah. side note: the guy from Karate Kid in Karate Kid Three says he's in Vietnam, and that's why the, him and the villain Karate Kid Three are like, oh, remember. In now I'm together. You saved my ass a few times. I'm going to mm. help you get back to this LaRusso kid. I think it might be the same character. Oh, Interesting. Wow. That's good. That's a good yeah, callback. Alter Weber's article that needs to be written. <laughs> well, still, Owen probably had a hand in that. So uh, I'm going to ask, what is your bold statement? Um, it's the first uh, you know action movie where uh, the hero wore no shirt for like 75% of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I, I think... I bet you're serious about it. I am. I am pretty serious about it. But... uh yeah, I mean, and then Commando followed suit, and then everybody else followed suit. I really think, you know, there's like a magical realism to this movie. Uh, yeah, it was a magical. I really believe that this maybe may have happened. Out there. Oh God, I can't wait uh, till we get to the categories. I mean, you know, some, something like this has to. I mean, I, I do believe there's probably still POWs over there. I mean, at this point, eighty five. What are we? Thirteen years. Right. removed from the war or something like that is it set still, though is it set in 85 or is it set earlier no i think it's I think it it's might set be, in 85 yeah, yeah i think it is yeah, definitely think, after the war yeah i think it definitely is um i don't know i like i said i believe this movie hook line and sinker uh I, it, the action was unparalleled stallone was just this is what i mean obviously i love rocky and rambo are my first two favorite stallone movies but this is the one that put him like this guy is an ultimate badass over the top yeah this is this guy's a star the action yeah. action this one that the the action made him the action hero that he is I, I think in my opinion i'm gonna say that if you look at the genre of action movies that mm-hmm. existed largely between somewhere we could call it somewhere in the mid 80s i'm gonna mm-hmm. start it with this movie though specifically mm-hmm. okay. uh and maybe lasted till around 2000 2001 sort of like the bruckheimer golden age of action movies just inflated by ego and muscle mm-hmm. this is the most iconic one ever made in the genre, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think this is the this is the movie you would trace it all back to. So whatever you want to call that, if this is the architecture of the genre, that's fine. That's that's essentially what I believe. I think also this is like the first really action movie where steroids were like really used on a consistent basis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody in this movie was on yeah. steroids. Came- I think Ko, the Asian girl, was on steroids. They're oh, all jacked. They're all yeah. jacked. Came with Every single one of them. Stallone's probably like, listen, we're going to do six months of prep here. If you don't come in with like at least 20-inch biceps and yeah. your calves are ain't bulging out, we're going to have a big, big you're problem. Gone, you're yeah. You're off the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's probably, he's probably like, we're doing six months of prep. They're like, okay, so script revisions? He's like, no, yeah. just in the gym. Just yeah. meet me in the gym. With yeah. the scripts written, I wrote it seven years ago when I was, I wrote, I already wrote it 
when I was doing softcore porn. I, we don't need to revise the script. Just work out with me, and the movie's going to be great. And then he just throws out that piece yeah. of that, like, that paper thing where like, all the needles fly out. <laughs> like, Let's get started. Yeah. I feel like the casting call was in a gym. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, read yeah, a line, do yeah, 300. It's, that's where Stallone finds his people. All right, all right. So, uh,. Th- those are our those are our thesis statements. Uh, I do want to get into one other opinion you know opinion based segment before we just sort of get into the, the full breakdown of the movie. And this is star profiles. Uh, so this is kind of an interesting one because Stallone, as we were talking about earlier off camera, he's really famous for two franchises. That's the movies that matter. Like mm-hmm. there's a couple other movies here and there in his career that you pay attention to for sure. But really, when it comes down to it, it's Rocky and Rambo. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about his most recent hits before this movie, well, it's Rocky Four came out the same year. Mm-hmm. And you have Rocky three in eighty two, and you have First Blood, which is the first installment of the Rambo franchise, mm-hmm. in also eighty two. So it's just Rob Rambo and Rocky movies. That's all he was doing. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. What, just yeah. writing and starring in his own movies, just back to back to back. It's a dream. He just gets to keep the same hair. Well, no, no, that's not true. It's a little different. It's a little different. A little different. A little bit. He just gets to stay jacked. That's pretty yes. much all it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you made an iconic character when your first movie is called First Blood. Yeah, and the second movie is called Rambo: First Blood. Right, yeah. just like Raiders of the Lost Ark became Indiana Jones. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's how mm-hmm. you know he created an iconic character. Absolutely. One thing that I, I do think is interesting. So, First Blood's a, a very good movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's not wow. first. First Blood is is I would call like less of an action movie, yeah. more of a drama. That's just it's a, more big, of a real that's, movie. That's just a character piece. Yeah, big character study. Yeah. almost like a. Like a four-man play between Brian Dennehy, Krenna, uh, Stallone, <laughs> and, and the other Stallone, cat. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's I, unbelievable stuff. I, I really enjoy First Blood, and I, I think Dennehy does a great job. Mm-hmm. And, and I love Dennehy. Great. Krenna has like this really great way of playing the general, where he's just he's sort of cardboard, but it's this really lovable cardboard. Mm-hmm. I almost think it's more of a character choice than an actual like yeah. the actress chops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's this very old school. Because because what's interesting about this stuff and like a war movie from this time is, you know, you're making this in the mid '80s, so. The number of like vets and people that are in their fifties that had actual experience either in the war or their their dad, it's like way way closer to that that sort of like John oh, yeah. Wayne, really mm-hmm. strong male character generation. It wasn't this generation we're in now where war is this very abstract concept for young people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really interesting when you see like a character like the general or a character like Rambo. They're kind of these. They're relatable in the way that John Wayne was the square jaw, didn't talk much kind of a character. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, there's a machismo there that you yeah. don't see in characters nowadays, right? Yeah. And Rambo won. I mean, he had a couple of lines in the beginning, and then it was just killing everybody after that. We're not right. really killing, just hurting people really bad, right? So this movie picks up right after the end of a very quality drama, and the tone is totally flipped. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. completely flipped. <laughs> like you said, it yeah. starts with an explosion. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, he visits him in jail. He's got super long hair now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, his, I think his sleeves were torn off. Uh, he's yeah. pounding rock all day. Yeah. And basically, like, I got a mission for you to get you out of here. Yeah. I did everything I could to get you out. I want you to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stone doesn't even say anything. He's like, he just gives nod. He's no, like, he does say something. He says the exact line that Predator says, where he says, why no? Why me? Yeah. And it, which is the same line that Schwarzenegger says. He's like, why now? Why me? And then, and then Carl Weathers goes, because some damn fool accuse you of being the best. So he'll tell you what. Yeah, this one, it's a computer that picks him out, right? Like, he's like one of three people that they found in their database. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it. it is, yeah. And like a, a sweet computer. It's like, and there's like a smash cut to Rambo for his blood, too. Like, with fire. It's funny, like, him and... You know, Troutman have like almost like a Jedi thing. Yeah. Because in, in, in one, going back to one, when like Rambo, when they blow the uh, little cave up the mine, mm-hmm. Troutman just like smells the air and he's like, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like, yeah, he's alive. 
They're a great duo, yeah. and they and they yeah. capitalize this in the third one when oh, they when they have great. to fight together. Yeah, uh, there's like the sweet shots of them with their shirts off, firing guns. Yeah, yeah. that's Tra- what you needed after the, after the first amazing. two movies. Like, I need to see these two fighting together. Of course, yes. <laughs> Truman's like the ultimate hype man. That's yeah, all he yeah, does. Yeah. He well, hypes yeah. him up. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you going after him? Remember one thing. Yeah. What's that? A lot of body I bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy. He's the only one yeah. I trust. He thinks I make a Billy Goat puke. Yeah. That's <laughs> really good stuff. Oh, man. So the Richard Richard Crenna was was really, he died in 03, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately. Yeah, it's a 76. But I mean, it says, you know, his, his three previous movies were The Flamingo Kid, Table for Five, and First Blood. Mm-hmm. So obviously we've all seen First Blood. I want to say that I have seen the Flamingo Kid. Yeah, it's from Matt Dillon. Yeah, he's like a he's like a little gigolo, and he uh, it's almost like Saturday Night Fever ish, you know? Yeah, he like has a job in like Brooklyn and goes into like the Hamptons and starts working at these hmm. beach clubs and stuff like that. It's actually really uh, really good movie. It sounds familiar. I, I'm pretty sure it's been on cable before. I was going to say it's a cable movie it's for me for sure. Probably yeah, like ten years ago. Basically made Matt Dillon for the most part. Hmm. I mean, okay. I, th- I thought it was My Bodyguard with. Uh, Chris Makepeace, but they think it was this one. Do you guys table for five? Does that ring a bell for anybody? No. You know, when I no. think about him in other movies, the only one that comes to mind was Summer Rental with John Candy. Hmm. He played, yes, the, right. he played mm-hmm. the landlord guy that John Candy's going against. Mm-hmm. He did a great job playing like this real scumbag landlord villain. And that's really the only thing that comes to my mind besides the Rambo movies. The crazy part, Krenna was... Uh he filled in like three days before his shooting started on the on the original Rambo because uh, oh that's right uh, was Kirk, it, Douglas. Uh, Kirk Douglas yeah. dropped out oh, yeah man. interesting that's great yeah. I'm so happy with it yeah, yeah. Kirk yeah. Douglas is great but come on yeah well he yeah. wanted Rambo dead and they're like no 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 we need a franchise here yeah Krenna's <laughs> like he's he's perfect for the role he's like almost as memorable in a lot of ways. Like he's just super. He's a super memorable character. Yeah, the two yeah. of those guys stand out like always, like Rambo yeah. and, and the Colonel. Charlie. Yeah, it's their thing. Well, yeah, and it's like the way that like in MacGruber, it's like a spoofed as the mm-hmm. general, and it's like a great spoof because uh, he's such a great character. You know what I mean? And it's it's like we said, there's yeah. this franchise is responsible for a lot of that stuff because that that general, that loyal general character, it's another it's another trope that we mm-hmm. see, right? Well, mm-hmm. Troutman played himself basically in Hot Shots Part Two. Yes, okay. he played yeah. his same character from Rambo. But the Charlie Sheen, and then I loved it. I love seeing him just taking that character. It shows he knew how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Loved that. It was amazing. Um, so then we have Charles Napier. We don't have a lot, a lot listed here, but uh, looks like he honorable mention. Or yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a target because we usually only do two stars. Yeah, you know, and I think it's important to mention that you know because this guy was a big part of the movie. He was. Yeah. He had a big impact on it, but his career hadn't really started yet. It was in the very, very beginning of his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he worked like crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah he had a stretch mm-hmm. there for sure. Um, all right, so I want to kind of get into production development with this. Mm-hmm. So, as we said, you know, Stallone, everybody kind of knows the Stallone story, right? He was a writer before he was successful. He had written the first four Rocky movies before he even got the first one made. I believe Rambo, he was already working on phases of it. He had, yeah, he had sure. ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a guy who, who really... By the time this had happened, he had like sort of seen the actualization of like most of his dreams. I think when you're looking at the second Rambo movie and and, and Rocky Four is coming out, yeah. you know what I mean. The first one won the Oscar. He's mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. ten years after Rocky won. Right, seventy six is Rocky won. Yep. Yes, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So ten years later, he's definitely riding high, and I think it's oh yeah, yeah. This he's, is like the peak of his career. Yeah, yeah he I could mean, do it. He's an incredibly successful guy. Like this stretch. This this is yeah, he had first insane. crack at any movie he wanted. Yeah, right. I mean, we're talking like Officer and a Gentleman. And we're talking like all oh, right. He turned down so many huge roles. Yes, oh, huge roles. He made a lot of people's careers. A lot of people out here have a lot to, uh, you know, they owe him a lot, including including myself. <laughs> His two most successful movies ever were both this year. Yeah, yeah. Rocky Four and Rambo Two were both 1985. Yeah, this and was the pinnacle of his success at this point. Oh yeah, and those movies were massive. We'll talk yeah. about it when we get into yeah. the box yeah, office, yeah, yeah. but. 
huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, James Cameron had a role in this as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he he actually I wrote the original script, right? And mm-hmm. the two of them then collaborated. And I think as he says it, what Cameron says something about the politics. Yeah, right? he says James Cameron says I wrote the action, Stallone wrote the politics. I mean, we're paraphrasing, obviously. But, yeah, uh, essentially that's you know, and and that's pretty pretty evident. I think when you look at like if you look at the cover of Rocky Four, right? He's draped in an American flag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, yes. just, like, the, the amount of, like, patriotism and just, like, hardcore America that goes yeah. into these two movies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just riddled with it. Just everywhere. It's the era, too. Yeah, it's, like, the end yeah. of the Cold War mm-hmm. type stuff. I mean, he just he capitalizes on stuff. And right one now. of the more interesting things about James Cameron's part was he actually originally wrote the script with... He's with a team. He's with, like, a group of mercenaries that goes in with the POWs yeah. to find them. And Stallone nixed it. He's like, no. He just didn't He's even like, say anything. He just yeah. went in like this. <laughs> yeah, he said one. No. And then Cameron <laughs> took some of the side characters that he wrote for that yeah. movie and used it in Aliens. Mm-hmm. Okay. The sequel to Aliens. So some of the Marines in Aliens or some of the characters, they were supposed to originally kind of be in Rambo. Well, he, took a, he took a few things that, oh, yeah. that uh, Stallone didn't want in the movie. Like the beginning, instead of being like chiseling rock, which is way more badass. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sure. They wanted him to be in a psychiatric hospital. Which yeah, no way. in Terminator. Right. Exactly. And it's the same thing with uh, Beverly Hills Cop they gave it to Stone he was going to star in it he wrote like this crazy like kind of killing thing going on and they're yeah. like we don't want that and Stolen used the rest for for Cobra Cobra yeah. turned right. Cobra right right who, uh, George what is his name George Kostam <laughs> Cosmosis oh. Cosmosis yep. yeah, yeah yeah who directed Cobra Cobra and yeah and mm-hmm. Split yeah. yeah what I was going to say is uh, you, you talk about the, the stuff that you're like borrowing from movies mm-hmm. I mean in a lot of ways they the, these two movies start the same way and it's basically Predator and Predator and and this movie, and they, obviously they differ because Predator ends up being like an alien thing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, if it's a group of people going in, it gets even more similar to Predator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're just super super formulaic these movies. Absolutely. Like, it's I mean, so much better that it wasn't a group. Like when you're going yeah. through watching the movie, yeah. it's like really, is yeah, this gotta, really happening? Yeah. It's got yeah. a tour guide, a girl tour guide, which yeah. was thrown through everybody for a loop. She's and a, they rescued like forty thousand POWs. <laughs> Yeah, Thank she, God he's a language specialist yeah. so he can speak Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah she uh, she has some good lines. Yeah, This um, was her first movie ever. Yeah. Was it really? Oh, yeah. was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. She had a couple other ones too. And after that, I was about to mm-hmm. She's cute. Yeah, Julia, She's Julia Nixon. That's yeah. exactly what it is. She's cute. She probably married like a producer and like had a bunch of babies. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so Stallone... And uh, this, the, I believe Stone was a producer on this. I'm sure he was. Oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, but it was mainly those uh, the team. The you can talk, you yeah, talk about two that? guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. We could talk about that. Um, so Mario Kasser and Andrew J. G. Vajna. Yeah. Uh, these guys met. I know his name is dangerous, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Vajna. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Mario produced his very first movie when he was 18, and that's how he met Andrew. Mm. And these guys yep. kind of teamed up and started to just delve right into the action genre. And they worked on tons of movies together. You know, you got Die Hard with a Vengeance, Tombstone, Total Recall, Judge Dredd, 13th Warrior, Terminator Rise of the Machines, Terminator mm. Salvation. And that was the last thing they did. I think after they saw Terminator 3 and 4, they're like, all right, these guys, we gotta, yeah, let's, let's nix their career. And yeah. Tomb Raider also directed, I'm sorry, not Tomb Raider, <laughs> totally different movie. <laughs> Tombstone was also directed by George Lucas sure. Yeah. And yeah. now Tombstone's a classic. Love Tombstone. Oh, oh yeah, man. it's great. Fantastic. Oh. Tombstone is, uh, It'd be hard to justify it on this show, but I'd like to do it anyway. It's one of the best westerns. Well, Dana Delaney is one of my favorite women of all time. That movie is just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In terms of just like one-liners, it's yeah, just great. But anyway, so oh, we yeah. digress. Uh, so yeah, yeah, direct, directed by uh, George P. Cosmatos. Is that what you say? Cosmatos. Cosmatos. Yeah. Okay. Cosmatos. Um, Costanza. 
That? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like uh, George Costanza. Costanza. <laughs> I think in terms of production development, I mean, there, there's there's a, actually a, there's a documentary made about this movie that I haven't watched called I Think We Get to Win This Time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on the DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it, but it's it sounds pretty interesting. I mean, definitely it sounds like Stallone was – I watched like a behind-the-scenes video this morning for about 20 minutes. And it's it's funny when you watch this you watch this movie and you watch the behind the scenes. You watch how seriously, yeah. like he was taking the artistry mm-hmm. on set of like, like just sort of the standing around, the direction, the paying attention. Right. It's almost hard to fathom taking what's going on very seriously when you watch this movie because it's yeah. so hectic, it's so yeah. violent. There's so much. There's so little like real acting. It, it seems you know. Was mm-hmm. he talking about like the actual filmmaking? Because as a production level, I think the movie it was nominated for I think best sound and best editing that yes. year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Oscar nomination. When I watched this, I, I watched it growing up. And when I went to film school and I revisited it during film school with some friends, yeah, th- that's when it hit me. It's like, wow, this movie's really well made. Yeah, it really, and, honestly, and yes, really is. Some of the things might be a little over the top, and yeah, it yeah. might be a little cheesy now. But just, just on a technical level, it's really well made. For, especially for 1985, I mean, we're well, talking 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, you say it might be over the top. It might be. It's <laughs> not quite there. And that's, yeah, that's yeah. testament to how well it was made. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in total disagreement <laughs> right now. I mean, it's not a spoof. <laughs> it's definitely not a spoof <laughs> yeah. movie. That's for definitely sure. Not. Yeah, it's definitely spoofable. <laughs> it's spoofable, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. Give and Tropic that. Thunder, it's I think. like almost uh, there. I I'm think Tropic just... Thunder took a lot from uh, <laughs> I'm this sure. movie. I'm gonna, and that's why we said, that's why I said yeah. it's the mm-hmm. architecture, it's the, it's the head of the right. movie. I will say this, I'm going to go on record. I watched this movie two times between the time I was like 10 years old and the time I was 20. I remember seeing it twice. Mm-hmm. And then this was the third time I'd seen it preparing for the show. And I have to say, watching it this time, I was like, this is not... like. It's not good on the level that other movies in the genre, to me, are good. No. Wait, so you saw it three times, you're saying, total? Yes. Okay. Add two zeros to that, and that's yeah, about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there are movies that I yeah. could get in the same conversation with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and I don't mean that it's bad. I just mean yeah. that it's not good on the level of some movies that I would sort of talk about it. I was expecting to talk mm-hmm. about this in the same breath as maybe Speed or True Lies. Right, right. Or, I mean, it's not Apocalypse Now. I mean, it's not, it's not The Deer Hunter or anything like that, but... <laughs> I mean, it's got the war. The action in this is just is is fantastic. Yeah, you think about the time, and even now. I mean, yeah. I, I I definitely had had a few drinks when I watched the movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, <laughs> it's the way to do it. Yes, yeah. this is it's awesome. the way to do it. Hey, speaking of, we got to talk about our fist pump. Oh, moment, did we man. skip fist pump? Yeah, fist pump. Oh, that's big. oh, oh, what is going on? Okay, I got, I got mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into box office critical in just a minute. Let's let's get into fist pump moments. Uh, I'm gonna reverse the order, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with you, sir. Okay, let's do it. Um... I'm going to go back to the general, um, who's just such a weasel. <laughs> he looks like so a he pulls out, you know, shooting, uh, Stallone's like when it, on the culmination of like the, yeah. the, the battle, right? With the Vietnamese guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stallone's just standing on this rock, like in the sunlight, all greased up. <laughs> right. And you know, reaches yeah. back. Yeah. Muscle butter. This guy's like shooting this guy with like pea <laughs> yeah. shooters and doing everything like that. And it's, uh, you yeah. know, it's shots off the rocks and everything. Stallone like takes the like nuclear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nuclear, nuclear It's like this. Looking at the guy, the guy's still shooting, it's and like, the guy finally runs away, and, like, and then the guy just blows into smithereens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I love Dead. about that, it tells you how it's the best. It tells you how great a soldier is because he knows the weapon he's using yeah. cannot accurately hit him hit at him. the distance. Yeah, that he's at that distance. And so if it does, it's like, only going to hit him and like it yeah. bounce yeah. off his cap anyway. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's 
basically so bulletproof from that distance. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, much, nothing's yeah. going to go. It's he, the most confident arrow. Like, I wouldn't have I've been surprised if, like, they shot it and, like, Stallone, like, last dragon the bullet in his mouth. Yeah. And then still shot this guy dead. And it was point blank range right in the middle of his spine. He's probably, guy's toast. Put some live ammo yeah, on that. Yeah, that was my piss bump moment. I always thought, and you guys know Con Air when uh, Nick Cage is walking through the plane. Yeah. And he's, like, going up to the guy and he just shoots him in the arm. He doesn't yeah. even move. Yeah. Doesn't even flinch. That, yeah. I was like, that is so badass. And then I went back and watched this and I was like, this is the original. Yeah. This is the best oh, right this, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This did it. I, so, interestingly enough, on that point, I just want to add is like, when you say like you know how great of a soldier yeah. he is, I do think it's super super interesting if you track the evolution of action movies and what we expect out of our action stars from then mm-hmm. to now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so back at the beginning, it would have been like we need to like at the very very beginning of action movies, it would have been like this guy's just going to be like a super badass. He'll do everything. We don't have to explain why he's able to, right? Mm-hmm. Then with this one, it's like he's when he's chained up and and he's like looking around to make his exit. He's like. Or no, he's not chained up. I think he's on the boat. He's like, he's like, that guy's got a gun. That mm-hmm. guy's got a gun. He's <laughs> yeah. like surveying the landscape. Yeah. Makes his stuff. escape. Now you flash forward, you know, into the '90s or whatever. It's like, or, or, or say like Jason Bourne's the mm-hmm. good example where Bourne doesn't have to show you that way, but he's like, there's a guy that weighs two twenty over there. There's a guy that weighs one nineteen <laughs> mm-hmm. over there. The guy has a shotgun under the bar, and the guy behind me knows how to handle himself. Well, it's like, he's like, yeah, I know that right now I could leave this place and run flat for seven miles yeah. or something like yeah. that before getting tired. So that he gets to do that. Yeah. I feel like nowadays we're almost back to a point where we don't need any exposition. Now the guys well, will just do it again. You two, all you need is two words in the Rambo movies. They set it up: green beret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like saying you know, right. Navy Seal. It's, it's even bigger They're than Navy, Navy Seal. Seal team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we always talk about we always talk about how in the nineties. 90s, the 80s and 90s were all about like three things yep. C4, silencers, and red dot lasers. Yeah, absolutely. And like it's kind of the same thing. Navy SEAL and Green Beret back then in mm-hmm. movies meant so much. They were they had oh, yeah. so much weight. Yeah, and you, you throw like the like a purple heart in it, forget about it. Oh, <laughs> Congressional Medal of Honor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get that. You're, you're in. Yeah. Which probably leads into what's, what's, what do we have for you? Uh, so my fist pump moment is my favorite line is right before, and I'll get into that later, but my, my actual fist pump moment is when. They, the first 15 minutes of this movie is just straight prerequisites to how this guy is just the biggest badass there is yeah. out mm-hmm. there. And it's just talking about him, talking about him, talking about him. And it's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And then it just cuts to him, like, sharpening this massive Bowie knife, you know? <laughs> and, and then, like, he's just jacked. Just, yeah. I mean, it was in the trailer. It's the first thing yeah. that's in there is the scene that I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So it cuts to him doing that. He's, like, tying his shoes, putting a big knife and a little knife away, putting his camera in the bag. And you're yeah. just like, yes, this is so awesome. Yep. In, my, in my notes, I describe this as... Checklist montage. Knife, boots, guns, explosives. Mm-hmm. Yeah! <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Sorry, I got everything. The vague explosives with quotations yeah, yeah. that happened in 90s movies. You could just write explosives on a box. It was, yeah. That's that's all we need. Then so we got good. C4. C4 yeah. was the next one they used for like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's out now. now, yeah. now they're using it's not, cool, not anymore. cool anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now they're using like nuclear bombs. Yeah. Um, I, well, I'll let you go first. I'll go last. Okay. okay. Um, my moment... I love when guys reach that moment of pure primal rage where they just gun down everything. Yeah. And this is the first time I've seen it done with a helicopter. There's oh, an amazing God. scene where the helicopter is just doing a 360. And he's hitting every button on that guy in the helicopter. <laughs> he's shooting missiles, missiles, machine guns, machine guns. And as the helicopter, there's one great shot. It's a wide shot, too. I love. The helicopter's doing a 360. Everything's exploding that's in its path. Yeah. Yeah. And, Art, and Stallone is yelling. Yeah. He's yelling. No one can hear him. Yeah, no one can hear him. No one can hear him in the helicopter. He's like, ah! Yeah, he's releasing everything. Yeah, he's, yeah, and he's unloading everything that this helicopter has on this little 
camp that the Vietnamese have. And I, to me, I'm just like, that is That probably wasn't, awesome. e- it probably wasn't even scripted. They're probably <laughs> like, hey, look, at about 2 o'clock, he's going to go on a roid rage. I don't know what's going to happen. He might just fly to own helicopter and then like just go bananas. I mean, also, just from like you know shooting that scene, they have to set up all the explosives. Yeah. They literally have to have this thing synced up perfectly as this thing is rotating. Everything has to explode just in the same pattern. I think it's a great action scene altogether. And Absolutely. everything explodes. Everything. Literally everything yeah. explodes. Yeah. I do think it's interesting what you said. I, I hadn't really ever thought about that. I always thought about this movie as like one of the silly, spoofable movies. Mm-hmm. Like, entertaining. Definitely mm-hmm. good. We would never do a movie on the show if it wasn't good. The yeah. baseline to do a movie on the show is that it has to be a good movie. Yeah. Um, we, but I always thought of it as in the really silly camp. But when you do talk about the technical action stuff, it does make yeah. a lot more sense that it was probably very well done for the time. To there's execute, a lot of things to yeah, to execute that, forget about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. If you look uh, at the credits, there's like four thousand like uh, prop people and like yeah. uh, well, you know uh, PAs and uh, all these kind of cats like stunt people. It's it's a long list of people. It's a big movie. Yeah, there's not many movies you can compare to this movie beforehand. Like yeah, there's yeah. war movies like Apocalypse mm-hmm. Now and like. Platoon was afterwards, but there's war movies, but an action movie that, I mean, I love the fact that he introduced a knife and a bow and arrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is, I mean, no other... It's hand-to-hand combat. It's it's just so genius. Like, you think, you see Rambo knife, you, I never see a knife like that used in a movie. Yeah. He used that thing for everything. Absolutely. And then the bow and arrow, like, who would have thought to make an action movie with a bow and arrow? In Vietnam. Oh, and they're always so and, yeah. badass. Like, bow yeah. and arrows are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever I see something with a bow and arrow now, like, I see Hawkeye, and I'm just like, yeah, when Rambo, you see, Rambo you, started all this. Even crossbows, like, you see the guy from Walking Dead, every time he whips the crossbow, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, even in Punisher, when he mm-hmm. uses the bow and arrow yeah. at the end, I'm like, this is That's my Rambo. favorite part. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I, I think well, it's, ca- it's character, you know, it's character arc, it's, and it's character, like, building. I mean, if you could do mm-hmm. that, you know this guy can knock you out with, like, his pinky. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love yeah. that the bow and arrow in this movie, too, about the sound editing, just sounds yeah. like a gun going off every mm-hmm. time. Like, right. every, I was oh, like, yeah. am I hearing this wrong? And every single time, it's like, no, it's a gun. That's a gun sound yeah. every time he shoots it. And yeah. then he puts the little arrowheads with explosives. You hear a little tick, 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 tick. Amazing. Uh, what kind? Oh. What kind of nitrogen is in these things that allows an explosion the size of like yeah. the house? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Stallone's it's blood. Tip. It's his blood. It's just, yeah. blood. Cut himself blood. open. <laughs> Cut himself open. Just one little drip. <laughs> okay, so my fist pump moment is that this is this is my favorite. So, <laughs> so much steroid today. Yeah. It, it, it jumps onto uh, it jumps onto a line earlier when he's like. Um, Murdoch is, is being like, we have all the, the highest level equipment for you. And he's yeah. like, and Hotman's like, he's like, uh, I want you to let the equipment do most of the work here, John. And he's like, and he says, I've always felt that the mind is the best weapon. He's like, time's <laughs> changed, like for some people. Mm-hmm. So, it's the best. I like that because you're like, you're like, oh, they're outfit. And he, okay, in yeah. a helicopter, because you've, you've seen the movie, you've seen the trailer, you know yeah. that he doesn't wear anything. Yeah. So, in the helicopter, he's fully outfitted in gear. Yeah. He's got mm-hmm. a backpack, he's got like all kinds of stuff. And he gets, he gets hung up on the plane. He's mm-hmm. like, he's caught. And I was like, I'm watching this. Like, he's kind of like, I don't remember this. And then, and then he's like, we're going to have to cut the gear loose. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to be stranded by himself. He's not going to be wearing any clothes. He's not going to have a gun. He's just going to be by himself on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, I was like, of course. I mean, yep. Of course. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's what has yeah. to happen. That's like the line of McGruber. He's like, Here, here's the gun, McGruber. He's like, I don't use guns. Guns are for the stupid. Guns are for the weak. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good movie. I like that flick. Yeah. Forte's great in that. Um, so that, that wraps up this one moment. So we will jump back into production, which is going to be, uh, we're going to talk about box office now. Yeah. Uh, so interestingly enough, as we already said, this movie was one of the two highest grossing films of Stallone's career. This and Rocky IV, which mm-hmm. both came out in 1985. Uh, this was the second highest grossing movie of 1985 mm-hmm. uh, behind Back to the Future. We have a graphic at the top ten. We'll throw on the, up totally on the screen different for you guys. Movie. <laughs> totally different movie, but Back to the Future deserved it. That was just oh, a phenomenal film. 
Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, so that uh, there was th- there was those two. Oh, wow. Um, this movie made. Yeah, there you go. Well, the color purple and out of Africa. Cocoon the Nile. Cocoon that made that so much money. The Goonies. Look at the Goonies up there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Goonies is classic. And Spies Like Us. Oh. And Spies, Spies Like Us. Like us. And I love that. was the first DVD I ever owned was Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us, I feel like it's an oft-forgotten comedy. It's what like a, people don't really talk about it It's great. Yeah, it's very What funny. a fantastic year. Top <laughs> ten, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's pretty amazing Spies stuff. Like Us, it's a dick for it's like, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> Man, Rock and Ramble right there. Two and yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean this geez. year for Stallone was just insane. He made so much money in 1985. Yeah. I tried to look exactly how much money he made in 85, and I couldn't find it. If you guys find it, please comment and let me know, because I just want to know, that each of those movies made $300 million in yes. 85. In 85. In 85. I mean, that's, like the, that's the equivalent. Of he's the writer. He's, he is the writer. He is the producer. He's the star. Mm-hmm. Of two franchises, mm-hmm. and they both made three hundred million dollars. Well, little known, little known fact: that graphic right there is tattooed on Stallone's back. <laughs> you know, but Rocky, when it, where it says Rambo and Rocky, it's like really, it's in bold. You know what? I, I just remember this. I have a vintage um, Rolling Stone magazine from nineteen eighty five where they did a piece on Stallone. Yeah, and they show like his mansion at this time. He was Bridget. Oh yeah, Bridget Nielsen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the photos of this guy's house were yeah. unbelievable. In eighty five, in eighty five, yeah. like this dude was living. Just another level of life that I'll never reach. It's, it's he was unparalleled. Don't oh. sure change yourself, man. <laughs> I mean, you can still do it. <laughs> I would take Frank's life. Just, I mean, Frank got so much runoff. Forget yeah. about it. Good point. Uh, so this movie, this movie made three hundred million total. I believe the budget was 43? 44 million. Yeah. Forty-four million dollars. Now it would be one hundred and ninety. Oh yeah, probably yeah. more. And it, might, it probably wouldn't be any better. It it, it probably it, wouldn't be. Worse. It, it I probably mean, you be, saw it probably would be worse. It was pretty awesome. It was good in sense, but it, it was so violent. Yeah. It was the last movie. I love he just I like cuts people in half with his machete like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it opens up to like killing kids and stuff. It's hardcore. Yeah, it's intense. It was the last movie I actually went to where people actually stood up. Like during the movie, and we're clapping when oh, Rambo really? came out, oh, yeah. and like saved the guys with like the three shots and the yep. the crossbow again. I mean the the butt, he's like dum, 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 and everybody. Yep. That was a fist bump moment in that movie. Oh yeah, I love that movie. We'll I can't get, wait for the next we'll one. Have to get to that movie someday. Yeah, yeah, I would I wouldn't be opposed to it. It was right. brutal. It is interesting oh, yeah, and sad though. <laughs> like we as we said this, so this was the highest grossing Rambo movie of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second highest grossing was Rambo three, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, that's a sh- the worst one because the expectations were there. That's why. Yeah, and two thousand eight Rambo did not make as much money as no, it didn't do well. It didn't. Yeah. It did pretty decently though, because everybody thought it was going to tank. Yeah, I, I think mean, it did it almost a hundred. It did. It did well. For, it had a low budget too. But yeah. it, and it did a lot of uh, international. Yeah. Yes, which exactly. was good. Um, so this was the highest grossing R-rated movie of 1985. Yeah, um, and also the first movie to open in 2,000 plus theaters. Right, mm. and, and I think that's that shows because it also had the biggest opening weekend of the entire year. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the number two was Rocky Four. In November, this came yes. out in May. Yeah, the world was ready to explode at that point. <laughs> yeah, and they needed something like Rambo. It's funny to me that they both have these very patriotic. Not yeah, they both have these very patriotic speeches at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I also like that Stallone was involved in the writing for both movies <laughs> and started both movies. <laughs> yes. and the formula for how both movies ends is the same. Yeah, yeah. just a huge speech at the end. It's, it's just great. a big sappy. Apparently, during so during filming the final speech in this movie, when he's just like he's like, "I want what we all want." Yeah. I don't know the line exactly, yeah. but. Um, apparently, there's a take that that's around, that's floating around. Where he, I, I was looking for it. Yeah, he breaks down crying in one of the takes. Kind of like the first um, movie. Yeah, he's like sobbing as yeah. he's as he's saying it to the general. But they he might decided, have been doing it for real. Yeah, and that's, yeah, no, that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, if you guys can find that, please link it to me because yes. I would love to see. I looked for like eh, maybe 20 minutes. I'm probably gonna look a little harder, but I wanted to see that, and I wonder yeah. if it would have been better. 
I think like it might have been stoic, but to see yeah. that moment of him breaking would have been super emotional and great. I, I agree with that. I don't know because the last speech in this movie it's very anger filled. Yeah, and right. I think that kind of worked for what was going on in the movie. But again, I maybe would totally be interested in seeing that. Maybe Tears of rage. Yeah, maybe they didn't want him to cry because you know America was under turmoil at that time. They're like if Rambo's crying, right. you know, if the Soviets see Rambo crying, you're gonna come here and just destroy everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, like Rambo's done. Cold War yeah. Rambo, yeah, no weakness. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do think uh, I do think it is funny that like, uh, well, I don't, I don't really want to go down that road. We'll save that for the end. But but um, yeah, let's so let's let's get it. Let's get back into critical. So so this movie was the compared to First Blood, uh, which was I wouldn't want to call it a critical darling, but First Blood was kind of a surprise. It's got, I mean, it's got incredible reviews. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic, it's a great film. movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. This movie was kind of a departure critically. I think people uh, mm-hmm. reviewed it at the time. Maybe more in the way that I'm reviewing it now, which is like watching it and feeling it's a little silly. Right. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know why it felt so much more dated when I watched it now. It felt just more laughable hmm. than it did back then. I, I think it's over easy to overlook those small details that, that we keep bringing up on the show. I mean, that's one thing that mm-hmm. happens. That's why I love the show so much is you go back and you find a respect for these movies that people just kind of throw away. It's like, right. oh, it's just a crappy action movie. Like, yeah. think about it. A helicopter. He fakes crashing a helicopter. Right, blah, right, blah. right. But then you go back and you talk about, you know, the, the, everything being perfectly choreographed with filming and the mm-hmm. helicopter spinning and, like, let's say they did think about the gun and, like, he's such a great soldier he knows he can't hit him. Like, these are things to really respect about a movie it's that true. you completely mm-hmm. forget about. And they were actual real explosions back then, too. Like, yeah. It yeah. was not CGI like they're doing now. Yeah, the movie was actually dedicated to uh, one of the stuntmen that died during mm-hmm. an yeah. explosion in mm-hmm. the film. Yeah, I mean, with Mad Max being hailed for as much, like, practical effects as mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it is incredible to go back 30 years and watch a movie that, you know, it's full of it. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no CG. But I was, one of the things that I, I had thought of, and a more positive review of this movie is that, you know, because of the nature of this movie, because they decided to go so over the top with the action, you don't really get a lot of moments where Stallone actually has a chance to act. But even though I do think the writing in this, the romance scene is poor, I think mm-hmm. it's poorly written. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, he does a fine job. He's yeah. actually believable. I, and I actually do think that Stallone... I mean, everybody knows Stallone's a good actor when he tries, but or at least mm-hmm. he had a long stretch there in the 80s and 90s when he was pretty mm-hmm. solid. You don't really see it ever anymore. No. But in some of those, some of the Rocky scenes, definitely yeah. the first one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's First tour, Blood, for sure. Uh, you know, he's a very good actor. And, yep. and for this movie, the boat scene between him and her, yeah, yeah, it's I good. think it's a very good moment. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. He's just playing with a knife. What, yeah. is, what is expendable? He's like, yeah. you know, it's when... Uh, Someone invites you to party, but if yeah. you don't show up, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah it's I just like that. such that a great, great line. I was like, yeah. that's fantastic. The best way to describe that. I was that sold. Word. I was sold. Yeah. So was she. She was sold on <laughs> yeah, that. She, yeah, she's she's she like, was. if I live here, I'm going to tear you apart. <laughs> yeah. Get back to the States. It's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Wenger Jr. I just want to give him a shout out. That's the guy that died during filming. Oh, I want okay. to just mention and, you know, I want to give him a name. So, sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is rated the worst Rambo movie by critics. It is. Yeah. Really? Worse than three? Yeah. Yeah, three barely beat it on the uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, which is I mean yeah. that's yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go Rambo on Rotten Tomato Studios. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they need to fix this. I'm going there. Go Just like in this movie, I'm coming up shooting every computer with sixty. I hope you yell. Yeah, like I'm gonna yell. <laughs> so you better yell the whole time. <laughs> Great Drake. Walk in, I'm coming to get walk you. Walk in the room, look right at him, like. <laughs> Oh, I'll talk you can only use a gun if you rip it off of a helicopter. That's I'm going to land the helicopter on top of the building. Yeah. <laughs> Grab the M60 off and tear through the office. Wrap all the bolts around your <laughs> yeah. arm and just... Get a dart, so, a dart bow and arrow. So I want to get into the ultimate yeah. action scene. And for us, the ultimate action scene in this movie is pretty much the sequence after she dies where he goes bananas. Last right. 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. Kills everyone. <laughs> you know, it, it is interesting this movie is 90 minutes long. It's 
it's appropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was it's watching per- it, yeah. and it's I was a like... It's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah, but it's like so many... You don't ever get movies that are less than two hours nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sloan movies are very quick. They always are. Yeah, this was this was good. And he ended it well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that thing with most of these movies that we talk about where like yeah. last 20 minutes you're like, God, please just finish this. This is really necessary. The end of this movie, you're like, yes, this well, is like exactly it's like, what I want. It's like his body. He cuts the fat out. Yeah. Well, there's that stupid third act choice that happens in so many of these movies where yeah. you're like, where, you know, he's chasing mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper in the mm-hmm. subway. Of course. Or like, you know, it's very hard to avoid because you have to wrap things up. I guess the equivalent in this movie would have been he gets back to base and he's chasing Murdoch around. He has yeah, to kill Yeah, like Murdoch Nick. runs or right, something exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Murdoch has stupid producers come in. Taking like, the general hostage or something. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That would have been terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's too many cooks in the kitchen in those kind of movies. Well, let me say one thing about this movie. And I remember when Die Hard came out, people said it's a more realistic hero because he gets hurt. He gets, you know, he cuts mm-hmm. his feet. Yeah. He's, by the end of that movie, Bruce Willis is like he's... Oh, well, you know, it's another yeah, movie still yeah, on past on as well. destroyed in those movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, People kind of get lost in these Rambo movies. He goes through a lot of crap. He gets hurt and banged up. Yeah. There's that great scene in Rambo 3 where he gets a pipe through his ribcage. He has to mm. flame it out oh. with gunpowder. Yeah. This one, he gets captured. He gets tortured. Yeah. Electrocuted. I love the the leeches are on. Just to have him yeah. flex for about five minutes Absolutely. nonstop. Absolutely. He looks so jacked oh, in that scene. Insane, oh, yeah. oh, it's crazy. He's 2% body fat. He forgot, like, he forgot Frank's look, home number. Look at him here. Yeah. This is a completely different <laughs> person. Completely different. <laughs> and this is still a Rocky. Yes. You know, this yeah. is Rocky. That's Rocky seven, circa 77. <laughs> and uh, same thing happened first blood. He falls down in a tree branch. He has to sew up his own arm. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going through the maze. That was badass. I love that in all the Ram movies, he's put through the ringer. Yeah. So he's not just this guy who walks in unscathed and destroys everybody. He always gets put through the ringer, and I think that builds up for the last action scene. Then he hides in the sand. What, <laughs> what do we think is the most jacked uh, Stallone ever? Rocky, is it Rocky Four? Rocky Four. It's Rocky Four. Yeah. yeah. That's where he had, here and his, he spent a little more time. His abs had abs. That's where he. That's <laughs> where he insane. really he went down to two percent body fat or something. This is what Frank Stallone was telling me, and I do know him. It's, it's true. Uh, he's like he was too. He was roided out of his body. He was like two percent body fat. He forgot like his home number. He, we were like, yo, we were like, yo, you got to start eating. And after that, he put on a little bit of weight because it, it wasn't good for his health. Yeah. It was just too shredded. Uh, yeah, too, too to quote Drago, he's like a piece of iron. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was just like a piece, piece of iron. iron. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it had to be that rip to beat Drago in that movie. Yeah, of course, yeah. It had to be. He's insane. Yeah. yeah, Drago's. Just the he killed Carl Weathers with a punch. He did. Okay. He, he was pre- once. You know, he was pretty if huge. He dies. He, he dies. Yeah. Rambo three. I think it was just a couple years later. He's pretty Jack in that movie. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah but he, he, it's more bulky. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this one he was. I mean, he's only like five seven. Well, yeah. his hair is so much bigger in Rambo three too. So it's like God. that's true too. That's when he's, that's when he went to that Hawaiian shirt stage. Yeah. <laughs> the white with the yeah, white yeah. jeans and stuff like that. He's like going to the Playboy Mansion every day. I mean, his hair it's like late eighties. It's yeah. like yeah. Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's still so in the late eighties. God, oh, the man Jesus. is a king. Yeah. Yeah. He's a king amongst kings. It's like yeah. thinking about his life. Yeah. All right. So, so let's 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 get off his abs into the ultimate. Yeah. Action. I want to talk about his abs more. So ultimate action scene. uh you know, this is probably where they spend the most money in terms of action and, mm-hmm. and all the, chore- the choreography and all the stuff. Um, I actually have uh, got, grabbed a clip we're going to show, which is not the real movie. It's actually a clip from UHF, the Weird Al film, <laughs> oh, right? yeah. spoofing it. Underrated. Um, yeah, very funny movie. The reason I chose to go with it is because the scene itself... It's scene for scene, the end of the movie. ...is <laughs> kind of absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's definitely, the, when we talk yeah. about this movie being over the top, this yeah. is the scene. Um, so it's it's kind of long. We'll just play in the background. It's not really important to be able to hear it because it's really all visual. But we will talk about but, it. But uh, we will. Yes. And it, I'm so happy that it opens with the part that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the fist pump moment. The 
glitching. Anyway, glitching. technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Only on your end. This is fine in here. It's not a bad Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a pretty good body suit. Yeah, no, it is a good body suit. I thought it was real. Yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. It's the best. Boom! So, See, that's pretty much what happens that in the movie. That is exactly though. what happens. Yeah. Maybe there's a few more feet in between yeah. them. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the Vietnamese guy's got like a weird pencil and mustache. <laughs> right. He doesn't have one line in English in the whole movie. Zero. You hate it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so this scene is definitely pretty intense. And there's a lot of things, as we suggested, that are kind of stolen from this scene. Um, as we said, Predator mm-hmm. has a lot of stuff that's borrowed from it. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's the scene in this movie where he like comes out of the mud and all yeah, the all the clever traps that he yeah. sets. Which is when did you set these traps? Right, they've been chasing you like nonstop. You're escaping, and he's setting all these. I mean, he's Rambo. But what, what trap was there besides the rope and then the mud? I think was I mean, like even just those traps? two. Where do you where do you have the time to do that? To like sink yourself into the mud. <laughs> two words into like slightly. a mud wall. Green beret. Yeah, green beret. Yeah, green, green beret. He's like it's like my guy. Give me like a dry erase marker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, stolen, a stolen compass. Yeah, stolen yeah. cup and a, and, a, and, a, and a broken TV. Like yeah. in what world do you get to like you get to like basically hide in a vertical wall of mud? Yeah, and. Emerge without having to wipe your eyes. Yeah, nothing. You, you just yeah. open them. You like emerge, eyes open. So yeah, your you eyes have been open while you're in the mud. Closed. Yeah, it's like you, the best. You like emerge and just like kill. <laughs> you know, or like you're like you're like hovering in the water below yeah. the helicopter. Oh, you're able to like jump like up and grab the guy. Ju- yeah, yeah. I love when he grabs the chicken. Cuts the chicken's throat, uses the blood to lure him into the yep. cornfield yep. or whatever, and just, and just sets him on fire. Blazes it out with flamethrowers. Oh, so <laughs> good. Yeah, I love that. So this is more of like when you said the one man army. Mm-hmm. This is like oh, so. This compare it. this to Commando. Probably the probably the closest closest release, closest like movie mm-hmm. that feels the same would be yeah. Commando. Correct. Mm-hmm. True. Commando is ab- absolutely absurd. Yes. There's no. There's yeah, nobody that right. would even begin yeah. to. But I mean, Schwarzenegger was like sort of more on that train. He yeah. he, he was already on the one-liners, like mm-hmm. the like really campy. Yeah, I'll be back. He's did tired, yeah, yeah, right? I mean, when a guy goes in a tool up. shed and starts just throwing blades through right. dudes' heads, yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't buy that if it happened really in this Rambo movie because no. even though it is ridiculous, it does work on a more realistic level. Right, that's the magical realism of it all. And so that's I mean, why I didn't have that. That's why I say when when I talk about the architecture of the genre, mm-hmm. this movie is so important to it because like. It does actually do the most credible version of what this ended up becoming. In mm-hmm. Commando, for instance, and, and as I was like, the Expendables franchise, for instance, doesn't appeal to me because it's too self-aware. It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's it's riffing on its own genre too much, mm-hmm. so it's not entertaining to me. It's more it's more entertaining if they're not aware of what they're doing. Okay. Commando opens with Schwarzenegger carrying a tree yeah. and then getting ice cream on his nose, yeah, and then his daughter gets kidnapped, and the guy's like. You have like we have your daughter, so you have to listen to exactly what I say, right? And he's like wrong, and just kills the guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's just how it works. Like, yeah, he's there's... not listening to anybody. And then he jumps off a plane like DB Cooper. Yeah, uh, snaps some guy's neck. I mean, it's it's <laughs> completely unbelievable. Yeah, it's just absurd yeah. the whole time. They cut the they cut the electricity on his car, and so yeah. he he like pushes the thing up over a hill. Yeah. And like, I mean, anyway, so... And he goes, he's dead tired. <laughs> oh, that's the best line. That's the best line. Yeah, he's dead but, tired. Yeah. Like, the scene that you just showed here with uh, Weird Al, yeah. where he's like this close and he doesn't hit anybody. Right. 
no more than any movie than Commando. He's literally walking through the garden, and there's guys everywhere around Zillion him. Zillion guys. Yeah, and he's just not getting hit by anybody. He's just shooting this machine gun. At least in this movie, he dismantled the whole camp with a helicopter before. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he unloads hell on these people. And then he just goes out there and shoots a couple of scrabblers. Yeah, yeah. Rambo's more tactical. He's, he's a little more tactical. And Commando, yeah. watch that movie. He, he hits the shore with a bazooka, like a four- Barrel bazooka. Yeah, and at one point he's not—he doesn't have anywhere near his body. Yeah, and he's, <laughs> as he's attacking the compound, and then all of a sudden he has it. Like yeah. he pulled it out of his pocket or something. Yeah, and the houses are exploding. Mm-hmm. Look, like they're made out of like confetti. Yeah, where there's nothing but walls and sticks <laughs> holding it up. Yeah, I, I, I like Commando as a cheesy yeah. '80s movie. Yeah, but to I me, like Chong. First Blood Part Two is another level. Okay, interesting. Yes. So 67 deaths. There are 67 deaths in this movie. Yep. 57 Body are killed count. by Rambo. Is that on screen? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. and so it's 50... probably 200 in <laughs> command. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Rambo kills 57, and yeah. the vast majority of those are in this final 20. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kills um, so many people. Uh, the one thing that I still have a hard time believing about this scene, uh, there's there's two parts to it, but the first one is when he, he comes out from underneath the tree? Is that where he is? He's yeah. like under the yes. ground and he grabs the guy's feet and he's too, the guy's too shocked to even mm-hmm. scream. He's just like, ah, 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 yeah. and he yeah. gets pulled in. He doesn't even make any sound to give away the spot. And then the other one is he he fakes crashing the helicopter. He's right. being chased oh, by yeah. this massive war chopper. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. thing is decked it's out patchy. with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And he fakes crashing it. The guy that comes around the bed and there it is just sitting there on the ground and the, the copter gets closer It's sitting on the water. Or the it? water. Yeah, yeah. 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 Water, yep. uh, and the copter gets closer and closer and closer and then it's just he wakes up and he shoots yeah. the bazooka. Yeah, I, I guess the through the window. Be, yeah, yeah, through the broken, perfect broken part yeah. of the window. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only cheesy, uh, like really not well shot. In that when they because when they show it again, yeah. it's like do the thing and it's like really looks horrible. Yeah, they did a lot better than that. Also, CGI wise or whatever they do. They I like that as soon as that happens because um, the helicopter had been hit, so it was smoking. So like he's going down, he's going down. He's able to like land the thing on water. Be passed out, shoot the bazooka, and then just like fly the, the smoking helicopter yeah. home. There's just zero explanation for like, we got hit and it's smoking, but nothing's wrong with it. Yeah, it's and you totally... come back to it after he goes to Murdoch, and the, and yeah. the copter's just destroyed. Destroyed, yeah. Just like, it's probably exploded. Wasted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally good. Totally Murdoch's good. space was only like 20 feet away from where everything went down anyway. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so they shot this entire movie in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was shot over, let's see here. Completely in 1984, completely on location in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, waterfall explosion was Acapulco. Uh, I don't, I don't exactly know how long it took to shoot the movie, but I have to imagine uh, the production uh, schedule was June to August '84. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, June to August '84. It's a ninety-day so. shoot, probably, mm-hmm. maybe more. Yeah, nowadays, if you were going to shoot a movie as epic as this, with yeah. like as many explosions, they would, this would take six months to a year. Yeah. I don't know, because it'd probably Mad be all Max? CG, so they'd probably be like, eh, green screen, green screen, mm-hmm. and right, yeah. shoot it in a month. <laughs> Unless Stanley Kubrick was around, alive, right. and it'd be like 14 years. <laughs> right. But it'd be a masterpiece, that's for sure. A Stanley Kubrick Rambo yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. my yeah. side. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, full metal. Do we think that like a remake of this movie would, like nowadays, would feel super different? Like it... If you were to like take a really quality director and pl- plug in some really quality actors and try to make a credible plot, could you get a Rambo movie to feel like Rambo and be good in today's? I don't know. For me, a large part of it is the fact that he's a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. That right. Underplays throughout the whole series. Correct. You would have to like. There hasn't been a war quite like the Vietnam War. I mean, yeah, Afghanistan. I guess you could kind of make some parallels there. Yeah. But I, I just think it'd be tough. And for me, I don't. When I like someone's iconic, I know they're going to reboot. 
Indiana Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But for me, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Right. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, Mad Max came out. For me, Mel Gibson's Mad Max. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I thought Tom Hardy did a great job, and I yeah. think the movie's phenomenal. Yeah. I still, to me, Mel Gibson's Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. do I think they could do it successfully? Yes. But will I fully buy into it? I, you can't redo Rocky. I was just gonna say you can't. Rocky's on a, a little bit on another level. I'll give you that. And I think that's a testament to Stallone as as this yeah. guy is. He is. You can't recast him. Right. Like we have this section. We'll get to it where we talk yeah. about recasting. You can't recast Stallone. You can't make no. Rocky again, like you said. No, you no. can't make Rambo again without him. Mad Max, I think. I, like you said, they got away with it. So maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they could, but I mm-hmm. truly, truly don't believe that you could remake this movie without Stallone. No. Which is fine because he's still jacked. Yes, he's just he's still jacked. I mean, it's it's tough when an actor is just you know so attached to that character. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a name. Rambo's a name. It's yeah. not you know. So that's why, like, when I know they're going to do Indiana Jones, I because it was created from a serial already. Like George Lucas was make, remaking serials from like nineteen fifties and forties, so I could kind of understand why they would recast him because they would do in the old days. Sure, but Rambo is just an original thing that came up and yeah. Stallone made it his own. I mean. Right. So, I mean, you got to remember, he yeah. also wrote and directed this character. Yeah. Like, it is him embodied. Like, they could do another Cobra. Yeah, They could probably course. do another Tango and Cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could do another over-the-top. Yeah, another over-the-top, another lock-up. Yeah, stuff like that. But that's like, and we, I know I wanted to reference this just because the trailer came out yesterday. My all-time favorite movie is Point Break. Yeah. I think Point Break's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take a minute to talk about this trailer. Because it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I just wanted to say it's it's upsetting to me when you remake a movie that I consider to be a complete classic with with superstars at the time that oh, it came out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Swayze was in the peak of his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People Sexiest Man Alive, 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben has I don't understand how you can remake the movie without superstars. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, if, it's, it's the same right. thing with Rambo. How do you remake Rambo without a huge superstar as Rambo? Yeah, you need a massive, That's what massive I mean. bad guy. Mm-hmm. You need a huge mm-hmm. superstar to play Rambo. Yeah, and with the Point Break trailer, I think you were saying earlier that they uh, Gerard Butler was going to originally. Yeah, he was. Down. He was. He dropped out. Oh. And I think that that would have helped. For Absolutely, sure. like, that is the, uh, that's to get you opening weekend money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> opening weekend money, and just as a person that loves action movies, you need that. You need mm-hmm. that one guy in there. You need the face. Yeah. I, I, trust me, I've said it. One of the problems I... times nobody wants to listen. Yeah, <laughs> stock actually worked yeah. on the film, yes, so you, you can only say so much. Yeah. Yeah. I would have paid Keanu a zillion dollars <laughs> to come back. Yeah, oh, that would be great. Or you just uh, well, just even you know say something about the YouTube uh, trailer yesterday. Keanu Reeves presents the new Point Break trailer. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is what for me remakes. When it comes to certain movies, to me the cast is what makes that movie so great. Yeah. Gary Busey is a supporting character. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves. It's Fantastic. not the listen. The plot to Point Break is cool, though. It's the same yeah. That is not what keeps me going back to that didn't movie. Take it too serious. Right. It's the so performances, it's and that's like, yeah. Karate Kid came out. Yeah, remake with Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a horrible movie. No, it wasn't. It was an okay remake. Yeah, but you're not going to quote it. Like you're gonna quote right. that first movie because right. the guy that played Johnny was just the best. Is that yes. what yeah, right. was? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, Daniel Larusso, Pat Morita was nominated for Oscar for that movie. That's correct. Yeah. Best supporting Which is actor, just amazing. Yeah, yeah. he's and, so good in that. And Jaden yeah. Smith wasn't his name wasn't Daniel Larusso. Yeah. So I mean, the plot to Karate Kid is not like a groundbreaking plot. Right. Right. It's, not, right. it's the actors and performances that bring me back to those movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what brings me back to Point Break is those performances. So that when I see a remake, I'm like. All right, I was you know the idea isn't that great that you need to make a remake. It's they the, did. It was called the, the Fast and the Furious. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So, exactly. Totally right. It's uh, tough, man. It's just yeah. tough. It is. We'll see. I mean, like I said, it's, it's the actions. 
fantastic. Well, I will see it, and I'll see it, and we'll do it on the we show. Will do I hope everybody does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring you guys back. For yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Seriously, be good. Uh, all right, so I, I kind of want to get into uh, hero villain ranks. Uh, we were going to get into the, the oh, interactive yeah. part of the show. Right. So now, guys, uh, uh, fans, if you guys are watching live, uh, we really like to have you guys participate in this with us. So uh, I'm going to r- rattle off our Twitters really quickly in case you guys yeah. want to tweet at sure. us. But you can also just comment on YouTube. Uh, you can find me at Ben Bateman Media if you want to tweet at me. At Bob Finstock. At Schmoes JTE. Uh, at Andrew Guy, G-H-A-I. And I do love your guys' comments. So send them. Absolutely. So please interact with us as we go through this last little section of the show. Uh, we're going to start with where we rank the hero and villain all time. Now, and I'm going to start with this. And I think that my opinion... The villains in this movie are, are irrelevant. They're not even really in a conversation. Yeah. Like very weak. They're not even really, as mm-hmm. you said earlier, they're hard to even really characterize as villains. Like yeah. they're they're just sort of like backdrop. They're cannon fodder. But mm-hmm. Rambo, yeah. but but Rambo, uh, Rambo as a hero, as an action movie hero, I would have to say he's top five. Yeah. I mean, yes. all timers. Absolutely, he's mm-hmm. up there with like the McLeans of the world and the, mm-hmm. the Riggs of the world. I'm with you, Jason Bournes of the world. Like he's he's really high up there for me. Would Schwarzenegger make that list as a? Because Terminator's not really a hero. Yeah, I was like, no, it's funny. Not. You were saying that. I was thinking about. I was like, who would Schwarzenegger be? Who Characters? would this guy be? Oh, Dutch goes pretty high for me. I love Dutch, Dutch. from Predator. Yeah, yeah. Dutch yeah. from Predator is definitely really high That's for me. That's a good one. Um, I would say John Kimball. Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's what's his name? I and, love uh, that movie. It's a great kid. movie. I, it I awesome. still like it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's funny when you think about Arnold Stallone. Like Arnold never really had the franchise. Yeah, he had Terminator one and two and three. Mm-hmm. Three was horrible. Uh, one and two. Uh, what are franchises he had besides that? I guess Conan. But I mean, he wasn't a franchise guy. We talked about franchise guy. Yeah. Standalone. He's mm-hmm. a more standalone, which is very interesting. His, I mean, his most to me the most memorable Schwarzenegger character is Dutch. It's the, I mean, as a character, it's the yeah. one yeah. that I've watched the movie the most times, and every mm-hmm. time I watch it, I have so many fist pump moments. Yeah, the movie's just so sweet. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And then I would say otherwise, if you wanted to go with Schwarzenegger from one of the Terminators, you could you could go with T two. Yeah, Schwarzenegger yeah. as a hero. Okay, because he's fantastic. Yeah, 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 he's really good. Um, so though, anyway, but so for for me, I probably put Rambo. I'd have to think exactly where, but he's inside the top five. He's probably fifth, but he might be as high as like fourth or third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna agree completely. Yeah. I would definitely put him in the top five, and the villains are com- they just they don't they don't exist to me. Yeah, I don't care about them. That's yeah. correct. Villains are weak. He's top five. Like I said, he's the one man army. He started the whole thing, in my opinion. So now you guys have a lot. Maybe of, he's top three. Do you guys, as I'm saying, he might uh, be for me. I think he's yeah. my, he might I be number one. He's number one for me. Yeah, <laughs> he's I like the best. That. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody better. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, McLean's great. Like, but he only saves America. This guy saves the world. Saves the world. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. It's a good point. Big, big difference. Characters that you like totally believe in, and they're just like the best for in the action franchise. I mean, it's hard. I, I, he's for me. He's good, but he's a little sillier as a character than I'm sure. There's a couple characters I can think of if I really went through it that'd be like I. Not only do I like you as a character as much, mm-hmm. but I take you a little more seriously as a character, right? Because I, I do get into this genre and I do feel like uh, it's it's super super important to keep coming back to that one character mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Look, you run into Rambo in the Vietnamese jungle, and you will take him very seriously. Man. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're putting a team together, like say you're like going on a mission and you can pull like any fictional like action hero, right. yeah. who's not going to want Rambo on there? Oh, yeah. he's there. I mean, he's got to be there. I mean, you have yeah. you definitely Jason Bourne has to be pretty high. He's a total oh, badass. See, mm, I mean, I, I think a Jason total Bourne different style yeah, of badass. Yeah, totally, though. yeah. It's a he, he's, he's about, he falls behind Rambo for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Ethan Hunt is somebody who I'd put right up there with him. Uh, he's a guy that yeah. he's a guy that is. Uh, Wait, mm-hmm. uh, is that Tom Cruise? Is yes. that why you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's something why those are PG thirteen action heroes. Yeah, that you just oh. mentioned. Stallone. I go for yeah. the R rated. I want like guys are going to take dudes out. Steroid raging, <laughs> sexually uh, oppressed, like action hero. Liam Neeson in the Taken franchise is real sweet. He's he's yeah. definitely he's definitely good. Anyway, we're we're, we're going to stay on yeah. this too long. Do we have we all? He's top five, if not number one. He's number I mean, one. He's number, number one for you. I love it. We found he's a number one. Top number three one, for you. John McClane. I'm going to go top three. Yeah, he's top five I'm, I'm for you. I'm going to say top three for me. I can't. Uh, yeah, it's got to be top three. He might be number one. I'm going to just throw it out there and say it's number so four for me. Number okay. four. Okay. Yeah. He's he's that's I think four okay. is is a solid number. I feel good about that. That's fair. The fact um, that we're doing a movie with one of the top five greatest action heroes of all time is great. Yeah. Yes. Correct. To finally get there. He might be the number one. He might be. Yeah. I mean, if it, I I may apologize next week on the show to you guys and just realize that actually because Rocky's there's no one I can too. think of. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Rocky the fighter. Well, yeah. yeah. I want to put him as an action Rocky's star, a, but he beats Russia. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is uh, one of one of our favorites. We are we are going to do a recast. There's not a lot of notable characters to recast, so we chose mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, Charles Napier, and Richard Crenna. Rambo, Rambo, Marshall Murdoch, and Colonel Samuel Troutman. Yep. Uh, and I guess we're going to sound off and start with Tom JT. Me? Okay. JT. Great. Uh, for Troutman, I am going with Powers Booth. That's good. Um, Powers I, Booth. I think he. His voice alone, I can just see him ripping out that dialogue oh, right? yeah. that Troutman spits out. Anything he says is, is yeah. awesome. He, he just has that presence. Like he, every time you see him in a movie, he's usually some sort of military guy. He was in first class where he played like right. Navy General MacGruber. He was basically playing yeah. Troutman. Yep. And I thought, oh, this guy's fantastic. And he's a really good actor. He was also in Rapid Fire with Brandon Lee, where he kind of played the same kind of character. The game has changed, Mac. But the players are the, the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have to go with Powers Booth. Um, for uh, Murdoch, I went Paul G. That's like, really good. Because yeah. I just yeah. see, I want somebody that's kind of Weasley sweat. I can just see Giamatti like sweating through his like yeah, right. button up shirt and like, ah, oh, Rambo. Yeah. I, I can just He's see coming him, for it. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking Merlot. Like when, <laughs> mainly because when Rambo comes back to the base and he enters the room and he does this look right at Murdoch, and Murdoch has this look of just pure fear. Oh, yeah. I can see Paul Giamatti like, yeah. uh, Rambo, <laughs> I'm so glad you made it. And uh, the hardest one for me was Stallone because, like we said, I can't see. Anyone being replaced? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you had to do it, I would get Andy Circus to do motion capture. <laughs> oh, and then we get Weta to create Stallone, <laughs> yeah. young Stallone that in his prime, genius. like they did in like the Terminator, <laughs> like yeah. the yeah. Terminator. Exactly, Genesis. You see Arnold in his yeah. prime. You gotta. Use Except him, they so. went with like just jacked out of his mind. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Who doesn't want to see the two of them fight. Yeah, oh no, no I'm sorry. I'm thinking in, t- in T4 when oh. he shows up, and it's like As bodybuilder oh, era yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's two jack. He's yeah. like Olympian era, mm-hmm. era like '76 yeah. era. It's probably like a hologram. It's probably a hologram or something. <laughs> I yeah. just, I'm I just, sure. I trust Andy Serkis to do his homework. He'll watch all the Rambo movies. He'll mm-hmm. get all the mannerisms down. Oh yeah, he's, he's the physical best. performance. He's the best Absolutely. And then you know you get wedded to put Stallone in your digital. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I I kind of feel the exact same way about Stallone. So I I feel like my choice is kind of a cop out, but it's The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's the yeah. biggest action hero right now. He's massive. He's Jack. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves him. He's and he's at the peak of his. I'm career right there with you. Yeah. yeah, he can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm with that. Um, it's, it's funny because you're talking about Predator earlier. I can see The Rock playing Dutch more than I can see him playing Rambo. Because really? Arnold be always has that predator. presence yeah. of just huge muscles. Yeah. That's and I think true. Stallone, Stallone's ripped. But I don't see him as a huge 
bodybuilder type. Yeah. So I think Rock would actually be great for Predator. The Rock is very physically intimidating. I yeah. did the San Andreas premiere last night, oh, and nice. uh, he, you know, he was he's right a there. Big, big dude, he's a, he's real huge. large, real yeah. big shoulders, very and so charismatic. So like yeah. just a white smile. Yeah, yeah. he's hmm. lar- larger than life. The whole Schwarzenegger is larger than life thing. Yeah, I feel like it totally applies to the Rock. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, for Murdoch, I went with William Hurt. Mm-hmm. Because he's 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 a weasel too, you know. I yeah, hate yeah, that yeah. guy, and you can totally see him doing this role. Just and I, and I love to see him get beaten. William right. Hurt. I like to see him lose. Uh, and I'm proud of this one uh, for Richard Crenna. I know, I just gotta pat myself on the back uh, for Colonel. I did uh, Richard Jenkins. Oh, hmm. glasses yeah, or no glasses? Weakness. Uh, I feel like he always has glasses. You can do no glasses. He plays weakness well. He plays weakness very well, but he's also a very, very good actor. So yeah, he, he could be great. a great hype man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I yeah. like that. I can see I like that. that. I totally believe that a lot. I like that a lot. What about you, sir? <laughs> uh, for Murdoch, I'm going to go Sean Penn. Okay. <laughs> Murdoch? Only, Sean Penn? Yeah, but only in his uh, I Am Sam accent. <laughs> No, no, no. Is uh, that an accent? Is that, what, is that what that is? I was going to say, like, maybe in Carlito's way. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to go with, no, Murdoch, uh, Robert Loggia. Robert Loggia. Yeah, Robert yes. Loggia. Please, please. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. he's in Scarface. He's in Independence Day. He's in uh, Big with Tom Hanks. What role does he play in Scarface? Uh, the, uh, the first guy that first Al guy works for. Yeah, the first guy Al oh, works for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's still alive? He's still alive. Wow. Also, still can act <laughs> was in Over the Top with Stallone. He was in Over the Top. He wow. played a grandfather. Yeah, he's actually really good. He's, he's a, a great, great actor. actor. You don't think he's yeah. too old? Nah, nah, nah. That's for Murdoch, though. Yeah. Because yeah. Murdoch, I think can, you, he can be ageless because yeah, he's he a weasel. Be. you got to yeah. slam him on the table without him dying. you got to remember that. <laughs> yeah, but you also yeah. have to, like, for, see, I think you for, uh, for Richard Crenna, you have to be like, well, he's got to be young enough that you could believe he would have been in the war, like, a few sure. years earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. But, like, for Murdoch, you That's don't true. care. Could, okay. I, I like just like that. saying the name Robert Logia as well. Yeah, <laughs> Logia. Yeah. Robert Lotion. <laughs> We're going to go with uh, Sean Penn as uh, Richard Crenna again, <laughs> but with David Kleinfeld hair from Carly Goes No, no. I would go Val Kilmer. Oh, currently. Currently, currently, too. Fat Val? Fat Val Kilmer. I yeah. love Val Kilmer yeah. now. He's Huge fan. Yeah. Like, obviously, you, you can tell from how much we've talked about Gruber, that's one of my favorite movies of all time yeah. anyway, yeah. but he is incredible in that movie. He makes that movie. Him and Will Forte are just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Great. And he was great in Tombstone. Yeah. And everything else he Kilmer's does. And The Saint. Yeah. And, uh, Rambo, uh, Sean Penn, currently. <laughs> like right now, how he looks. Doesn't even need to work yeah, out. Yeah, he kills everybody now anyway. <laughs> or Frank Stallone, either one. They can't go too far away from the badass. Yeah. This is real. You're sticking with Sean Penn on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. I dig it. Finally, we got a real yeah. Sean Penn. We had to get him in the movie somehow. Yeah, he had to get in the movie. <laughs> uh, I totally agree with The Rock. I It, I, it yeah. is a little hard, like... But you know what? This is, this is my thing. Okay, your favorite athlete signs the new team. You're like, no, he's been this team his whole career. I don't see him wearing that jersey. He goes over there and he wins. He's 100% on the new team. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's just the way it works. Okay. If you get the right team behind this movie, you put The Rock, you, you rewrite it a little bit, good dialogue, good action. If He's franchise Viagra, man. Like, you, yeah, you put The Rock into it, I really do think The Rock could do it. It's, it'd be weird to see him with hair, but maybe you wouldn't <sighs> give him hair. Yeah. Maybe you just wouldn't give him that hair. That bandana was silly without hair, though. Uh, Bruce Lee yeah. wig. Give him a Bruce Lee wig. Um, yeah. And you know, I... I cast The Rock myself. I love The Rock, but he, I have a hard time believing him when he's serious. After watching Hercules, uh, yeah, after I watching was pretty Fairy, yeah. yeah, like uh, I don't know if I can find him. Like I, if he was in Predator, like you said, yeah, I just don't know if I can believe him being that serious. Yeah, he is so movie. charismatic and funny. Yeah, well, I could see The Rock pulling off those Arnold lines better. Yeah, absolutely. Than, that's like, true. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, all right, and then so uh, for for Murdoch, uh, Charles Napier, I went with Michael Douglas. Mm. Michael That's Douglas. good one. I think he's Weasley enough. He's yeah, pretty yeah, old yeah. too. Yeah. He's yeah. old he's Weasley yep. at this point. I think he could do it really well. I can believe that he was in the military. Yeah. yeah. And then for Troutman, I, this this is maybe a reach, but I I think just only the tone of his voice is the only reason. It would be Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Because I think Pullman's kind of yeah. off the radar now. Yeah. I could really see him if, if you gave him, if you dress him up the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does, he does give speech as well. Yeah. You know, he was the president yeah, in Independence Day. Day. That like speech I, is amazing. Nuke him. I think he could do it. I do think he could do it. Yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. Because sure. um, the, the really hard thing for me with those two characters was that for, for Rambo, you need a huge action star. So mm-hmm. The Rock, I believe he could do it. Mm-hmm. But for those other two, it's like, as we said, they're only memorable for this franchise. Yeah. So you you're not looking at him and like like it's really hard for me to imagine somebody like Giamatti. Like I can see him playing the role, mm-hmm. but I'm right. almost like he's too good of an actor, he's too experienced. Say like Tom Wilkinson's a guy that I could put in either one of those roles. Yeah. Yeah. Wilkinson's too good though. Yeah. You need somebody like Pullman who's like off the radar. Douglas is kind of past his prime. Yeah. These are guys that I could see filling those roles if you were to do a remake now. Mm-hmm. You'd really associate them with those roles now. Because they're not in the limelight doing other stuff. Yeah, you get someone that you to take know. too seriously, and it, it takes away from the movie. You know, I, I find really interesting how we, when you think about Rambo, you're thinking like, who can I replace him for action star? Yeah. Uh, when Stallone made Rambo Part Two, he wasn't really the action star yet. Uh, yeah, he did Rocky movies where yeah. he was, played a boxer. Right. But all his roles after Rocky were a lot of dramas and yeah. like fists, like and fist and Nighthawks, Lords of Flatbush. Um, some of these movies, Paradise Alley, Paradise Alley. These are not like he wasn't. Rambo made him that action star. It did. Because yeah. Rambo 1 was not that kind of... It no. wasn't action hero at that yeah, point. Yeah, and it was a lot of people saw it as kind of a drama. Yeah, it was one man's journey. So, like, if I was making Rambo today, I would try to get somebody who's not really quite an action star yet. Maybe, yeah. like, on the verge. Like, I think you said earlier, like, Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. I could kind of see him going in there because he has the physical presence. Oh, absolutely. And he's a good actor because... Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting how that works out. If Hardy was to... I mean, if, if that mm-hmm. was what really happened, I mean, it would definitely be... That'd be great. Well, they had um, to reboot the franchise, you know, in the first one. Like I said, Stallone wasn't really yeah. an action hero, so yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe yeah, that's it, the way you ease him into it, rather than just going full blast with, like, a Rambo 2 where he's blown up the world. Right. And you mentioned this before the show. We were talking about, is who's better? Is, is it Stallone or is it Schwarzenegger? And the one thing that Stallone has is that he can play the everyman. Mm-hmm. He can That's play true. that everyday guy, mm-hmm. and Arnold can't. No, he cannot. You know, you yep. saw Kindergarten Cop. It's a great movie. Yeah. He's not But that. he's still like a bodybuilder yeah, turned. Like a bodybuilder yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. His, just his accent and everything. It just, right. it, he's a larger-than-life person. Yeah, Stallone so couldn't do cop. I mean, uh, Schwarzenegger couldn't do Copland. No. No, of course not. And Stallone, you know, he's done some movies where he's trying to, you know, Goes into the drama lockup, yeah. lock up, lock which was up, great, which I is great movie, movie. But that with Arnold, it'd be like, yeah, <laughs> right. who's he killing yeah. and when? Yeah, like, even though like Stallone bully. sounds ridiculous, yeah, he oh. doesn't sound as ridiculous as Arnold, right? Yeah. And he's much more believable. I, I will say, I will say this: uh, if you looking back on their careers, you know, as as parallel action stars, mm-hmm. you would say. In the end, Schwarzenegger won. Like, Schwarzenegger, in the end, had, like, a longer career of more hits. Hmm. And Stallone had two big franchises and a lot of stuff that nobody really watched, right? Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's, that's the story of the careers. Yeah. But the thing is, the reason that that is, is for exactly what you're talking about. Stallone could play the everyman, but he kept wanting to be an artist. He kept wanting to do the comedy. He kept wanting to do a, a weird western with mm-hmm. Dolly Parton or something, right? <laughs> yeah, Ryan Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did his own, yeah. own thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. You know, he wanted to he'd have this yeah. dalliance as like an artist, because clearly, clearly he wrote Rocky. I mean, that was yeah. what he was. Schwarzenegger knew exactly what he was the whole time. Yeah. And he never, he never strayed away yeah. from it. Yep. And that's ultimately why Schwarzenegger was still making hit movies and movies that were making mm-hmm. money into the into the early 2000s 
Uh, I mean, it's debatable if like collateral Late damage was a hit, yeah. but well, it's I mean, that totally calls fantastic. Oh, so is Running Man. Arnold knew his range. I, I think he mm-hmm. knew he yeah. couldn't be doing that. I think Stallone showed because he was nominated for an Oscar right out of the gate, and he did stuff like Fist. I think he showed he could actually kind of be successful in that. So I could see why he'd want to try to do more roles like that. Whereas Absolutely. I think Arnold never came close. No, to he be nominated for anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Arnold so wanted money just, and chicks. Stallone wanted to be an artist. Yeah. And money and so shows. it's just yeah, and money. And money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So uh, this is a quick. This is a quick rapid fire. Uh, this is something we do called Cage versus Cruise. Uh, <gasps> I'm going to ask each one of you the role of John Rambo in this movie. Had it been played, you get mm-hmm. to choose Cage or you get to choose Cruise, and you okay. get to give me one sentence describing what would happen. I'm Go. Going, no, I'm going in right now. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise because of the height. <laughs> Sir, they're the same Nicholas. height. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. wow, that's a good point. I'm gonna say Nicholas Cage because he actually rocked the hairdo in Con Air. Yes. <laughs> he could rock the long hair and be an action hero, so that proves he could do Rambo. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Nick Cage too, just because of pure ridiculousness. Yeah, like he he looked good, like doing like the the yelling, like oh ah, yeah, and like yeah. you know 360. Helicopter great stuff. Yell. Yeah. Such a guttural yell. yell. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to go Cage. Uh, this, this is one that in his prime, Cage would have knocked out of the park. The thing that's really interesting about Nick Cage that some people don't realize is that there was a portion of his career where he was kind of playing like action stars. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah like and, the Rock and like, Con Air. Not, not just The Rock where he was like, like, like Stanley. Mm-hmm. Where, I'm talking like. Like movies where he got hero. jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kiss of the Vampire, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. He's yeah. jacked. He's mm-hmm. pretty jacked in Con Air. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. Kiss of Death. That's what I'm thinking the one, of. Yeah, the one with uh, the guy from NYPD Blue. Yeah, Michael Rappaport's in it too, I think. Yeah, and he's just basically this big, muscular kind of yeah. thug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Con Air is his most 80s action movie. Totally made the 90s. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's slow motion, hair waving in the air. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it's got I mean, it. He looks like Rambo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's totally capable. Totally capable. It's the closest Rambo I've seen. All right, guys. Favorite line. I gotta, I, gotta, oh, I gotta want to talk about my favorite geez. line, man. Yeah. yeah Skipping things. Favorite uh, lines. Listen, Rambo does that to people. All right. Who, who, who wants to go? Who wants to do it? Uh, I can go. Yeah? All right, Tom. Let's do it. Let's hear it. It's, uh, it's from Troutman, and then Rambo delivers just the, the knockout blow. And it's the last line of the movie. He goes, how will you live, John? He goes, day by day. Day by day. <laughs> and he just walks <laughs> off. He just walks like, where are you going? Yeah. Where is he going? He, he has to turn around in like 10 minutes. He's going to get a cheeseburger. He's hungry. He ain't eat the whole movie. So it does. <laughs> JT? Day by day. Um, it's also from the very end of the movie. I love when, you know, Travis kind of talking to him as they're walking away, and he goes, you know, what do you want? And Sloan gives this great anger-fueled speech. Right. He's like, I want what they want yeah. Yeah. for my country to love me as much as, as, much as I loved it. Yeah. And he says it with such, like, oh, aggressive so yeah. 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 I'm just like, That's where he probably was crying. Yeah, yeah. it probably was, yeah. Exactly. Right. And uh, that says, in, that, in that, one of the documentaries on the movie, you know, a lot. Of, that's how a lot of soldiers fell come back from Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, they got a lot of flack for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Politics, Stallone, writing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is a little long, but it's early on. It's <laughs> Rambo John Jay, born 7647, Bowie, Arizona, of Indian-German descent. Joined yeah. Army 8664. Hell yeah, hell of a combination. <laughs> Uh, accepted. Special Forces Specialization. Light weapons. Cross-trained as medic, helicopter, and language qualified. 59 confirmed kills. Two silver stars. Four bronze. Four purple hearts. Distinguished Service Cross and the Congressional Medal of Honor. And this is literally exactly what we talk about in these movies. This guy it's can... the qualifier. Yeah, this is the qualifier. This guy can do anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like Barry Bond stats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 59 confirmed, probably 300 yeah. unconfirmed. Yeah. I like... So So I like that line a lot. My line is very similar. Uh, it's the other qualifier that comes right after. It's, it's from Troutman. And he says, Let me just say that Rambo is the best combat vet that I've ever seen. A pure fighting machine with only a desire to win a war that someone else lost. And if winning means he has to die... 
He'll die. He'll die. No fear. <laughs> no regrets. No, like both, you can just yeah. like those two paired together. Yeah. Or just say like, everything you need to know. I want about that Rambo. guy to do anything yeah. for me. There's Seriously. a couple of other like uh, honorable mentions are like Rambo, you know, expendable. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and then obviously when he's like, yeah. Murdoch. Yeah, it's like yes. on his lips. He's like, so good. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, and the next thing you know, it like all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And at the very end, he's like, find them. Yeah. Yeah, find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to see him die? Yeah, Am I the, definitely. I kind of want him to get stabbed. So like, yeah. you're, already bro- you're already in a military base mm-hmm. shooting it up. Like, Already broken the law. Just kill the guy. Well, he already he already got in trouble and had to like go into like a uh, rock smashing camp for going crazy in the first. He, he was killed, sculpting. He had killed Murdoch yeah. at the end of this one. Who knows where he'd start in the yeah. third one? Yeah. But I also like the line where she says, "You look like hell, Rambo." Yeah. He goes, "Tough day." <laughs> uh, That's good stuff. There's a few actors who have the eyes of just pure intensity. Mm-hmm. Stallone has shown it a few times in his career. Once in over the top for mm-hmm. the first arm wrestling match. Yeah. And after like, I'm gonna, I said it earlier after he just blows away everything in that place sure and he walks in the room and I love the framing of the scene because Troutman's to the right and Rambo comes in he's looking straight on and he gives the head turn yeah, yeah. and it's just his eyes right there and as he's walking towards him that's Brian Thompson intensity it's Brian Thompson intensity yeah from Cobra from, from Cobra <laughs> Cobra would be a good one to do on here yeah. Oh yeah. JT carries a picture of Brian Thompson in his wallet in case I'm at the gym and I need yeah. some, I need an extra Wait, what should I look like yeah. oh right right yeah, yeah. Intensity. I, I just found bring, it I gotta bring that pure intensity alright fellas so this is it this is the final segment and this is gonna be a really interesting one because What's I think that? we all have varied opinions on this there are three categories oh, that yeah. all action movies fit into the three categories are Totally ridiculous. That is fall off a cliff of absurdity. A great reference point for this would be Face Off, maybe mm-hmm. Con Air, movies that have a hard time really ever stepping into the literal world of quality, yeah. but they're very entertaining. You have Totally Legitimate, which are great movies, like The Fugitive, Die Hard, movies that are real classics. There's very nothing, mm-hmm. almost nothing you can really criticize about them in the end. Mm-hmm. And then the perfect Zenith category, the middle category, which is like, that's the cream of the crop, which is to- it's a ridiculously legitimate. And for us, it would be Point Break, Speed, The Rock are the three movies that come to mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, where do we think this movie falls? And this is a big one, guys. If you're watching, please tweet at us, comment on YouTube. We want to know what you think, because this is a controversial one. I have a feeling we're going to have some different opinions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start. Yeah. Please. Let's do this. It is totally ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Beyond. If there was a fourth category for, like, totally, totally ridiculous, yeah. I would put it in that category. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go over it's, here. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna say totally legitimate. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, that's, I knew it. That's why. Here's, I, here's the thing: the movie is a product of its time. You gotta look. You know, I know we're decades out, mm-hmm. but when this movie came out, I don't think people were thinking totally ridiculous. No. I think it was the first of its kind. It was a huge blockbuster, one man army. So for that time period, and when I watched the movie, I got to think about when it was made. Yeah. To me, it's totally legitimate, and I don't think there's a movie quite like it that's done it better. To be honest with you. So you think it's totally legitimate in 85 and in 2015? I think to, if you could name a movie that does what it did better, mm-hmm. then I'll say maybe not. But I can't think of one. Okay. All I, right. I, I agree with him. Um, I mean, I went with ridiculously legitimate. The middle category. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a little more realistic, I it's think. A, yeah. I think, you know, you know, you go over to Vietnam and it was, there's still people, tensions are running high still, you know, from the people who came back there and everything like that. They needed. They didn't want him to go there and just stab everybody. They wanted him to go there and just blow up the t- the entire country, basically. <laughs> right. right. And that's pretty much exactly what he did. He won the war first. Right. Yeah. And I think you know the, the you know the people come home and watch that thing. They're like, you know what? All right. Now this maybe settled me out a little bit. Now yeah. I'm fine. Sure. Now I won't go into supermarkets and hear you know the bells ring and dive to the floor and right. you know mm-hmm. run and say hey whatever they called them back in those days. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's what I, that's what I like about it. 
Uh, I'm going to go to the exact same category. Ridiculously legitimate. You think mm-hmm. it's the middle category? Uh, it's interesting because when I started off today, I did not. I thought it was totally ridiculous. But thanks to these guys and our discussion, <laughs> it bumped it up for me. I think that there's definitely moments in where I it just I can't. I cannot get on board. It, I have to suspend my disbelief too much. Yeah. But when you take everything into account and you give the movie the respect that it deserves, not just because it's 30 years old, like you, you, you forget, you overlook it. But like you mm-hmm. said, when it came out in 85, I bet this movie was mind-blowing. I bet it was like oh, yeah. the greatest. <laughs> Biggest R-rated movie? Yeah, I mean, this is the worst rated Rambo movie ever, but it's also the most parodied, well-known, and respected by the community, in my opinion. I mean, the community. The community, yeah. I mean, look, when you, you watch know, these movies. I, I think when the Oscar people were like tallying their votes, they're like, do we fuck, do we give Rambo an Oscar not here? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And they're probably like, I can't see why not. Yeah, why? Right, I mean, right, yeah, right. yeah, did this, yeah, yeah. yeah so, fantastic. I mean, it is interesting. I will say that we reviewed Mad Max last week, and my feeling on Mad Max was my bold statement was that the 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 franchise association, the plot, the dialogue. And most of the delivery of the lines was totally irrelevant to enjoying the movie, and I thought the movie was totally fantastic yeah. uh, because of the action and how great it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe in 1985, had I seen this movie, I would have felt the exact same way. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible. Yeah, uh, Hard so. for me to put myself, because it's so laughable at so many parts, but I can see where you're coming from. I still say totally ridiculous. I think you know the numbers don't lie. I mean, look at their top ten on that, that 85 box office. I mean, it's yeah. number two, and there's some really good movies it beats under that. Purple. Yeah. yeah, and Jewel of the Nile, and Witness, and Goonies, and Spies Like Us. And Rocky IV. And yeah. Rocky IV. the same movie. Yeah. That, that is the, the Rocky movie. Everyone the only one that deserves to beat it is Back to the Future, because that yeah. that's just I think we can classic. all agree yeah. that we'd yeah. like yeah. to be 1985 Sylvester Stallone if we could. Yes. Yes. I also think part of what's first blood, you heard about so much what he could do. Mm-hmm. You heard about him as a Green Beret. Yep. It's like seeing like a retired player. He's not in the game anymore. Right. Rambo 2 put him back in the game. Yep. Yeah. It said, we're going to show you. We told you everything you could do. his natural habitat. Yeah. Put <laughs> John gonna, Rambo back yeah. on the map. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like we're put, We're going to let you see everything that he could do. And yeah. that's why I think it was such a huge hit. He should have worn and a shirt that said, I'm back, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and to Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's an amazing movie. Amazing. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for Action Movie Anatomy today. A heck of an episode. Yeah. A hell right. of an episode. Hell of an episode, um, A hell of an episode, Sully. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for coming and joining us today. That was really a lot of fun. You guys had a, a tremendous amount of Rambo insight. Yeah, I'm so glad uh, that we absolutely. had you guys on. Diehard fans. Thanks for having uh, us. So let's, let's just run around real quick. Where, where can the people find you guys if they want to tweet at you? Uh, uh, at Schmoes JTE, you can catch us, me and Tom, are on the yeah. Schmoes No Show every Thursday from six to eight Pacific time. Uh, we also do box office breakdown on this very good network, network Popcorn Talk do. Network. We cover the movies every weekend. Yeah, we talk about Stallone so, a lot. Yeah, we always bring Stallone up. All right, and uh, I have my own podcast called JTE Movie Thinks, where I interview people about movies. Nice, yeah, absolutely. You can find me shows. at at Bob Finstock. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, just like always at Andrew Guy. Thanks again for watching. Uh, ben Bateman Media, Twitter, Instagram, and occasionally, like last night, when the rock flew in on a helicopter, or he yeah. was on actually a fire truck, uh, Periscope, but very occasionally. Uh, so I'll see you guys then. Take care. Take care, guys. <laughs>